Lever, a social science in city intern interviewing Laura Fogg-Rogers, senior lecturer in STEM education and communication at UWE and researcher on the Clare City project. Could you please tell us about Clare City and how it has informed Bristol's climate action plan? Definitely, yeah. So Clare City was an EU Horizon 2020 funded project um, exploring air pollution and carbon reduction in cities. And normally these projects take a, a sort of transport management plan. So they're looking at where's the pollution created and how much and what they can do about it with a, with a technological perspective. Their city wanted to bring social science into that. So who is creating the pollution and why? So it was citizen-led air pollution reduction in cities. And what we did, we went out and asked citizens across Bristol um, what, and other cities across Europe, five other cities. Um, so what do you think about air pollution in your cities? How much they know about it? And then what they think could be done, particularly about transport and home heating. Um, so what kind of policy interventions could be put in place to reduce these issues? Um, we also had a new way of modeling um, the carbon and air pollution emissions. So it was looking at source apportionment, which is dividing up the emissions according to, as I say, who creates them, so the types of people, male, female, ages, employments, numbers of cars, and so on. Um, why, why they were going places, so were they going for business, leisure, um, school commuting, and so on, and um, what times of day and which days they were traveling. And the surprising result from that was um, we tend to think of air pollution as a, a peak hours problem. So, you know, when you see traffic drowns in um, rush hour and so on, and that is the peak concentrations. However, in terms of overall emissions created and therefore very relevant for, for carbon, for climate change, um, it was actually leisure travel, which was uh, causing 40% of emissions. So in other words, when people are traveling for choice um, to perhaps go to um, the cinema or sports or even on holidays, that's when the most of our emissions are being created. So that means we can think of different policy methods to think about how to encourage and persuade and perhaps also penalize people from traveling in polluting ways and enable them to think in uh, to, to travel with much better, less polluting ways um, of traveling. So all that information's informed the, um, the citizen, uh, the climate change uh, panel for Bristol City Council, um, because what it showed was citizens really do want to change. They just need to be enabled to do so, so that it doesn't penalize them personally. And I think that's what's going into that and really thinking about representativity of the people who are informing these decisions. So making sure that all different types of citizens um, get to have their views put forward and the policies, you know, the impact on all different types of citizens as well. Ah, that's super interesting. Um, so what did you learn about the best ways to encourage pro-environmental behaviours? Um, I think so. I think the key things is really understanding the people um, who are causing emissions and so on. So that's thinking about, again, representativity. So different types of people um, and, as I say, different characteristics. So um, gender or sex comes into that, um, the ethnicity, age, income as well. So really thinking about those and accounting for the different reasons and methods that they may travel and how we can help. Um, or perhaps persuade them in different ways to, to change their behaviours as well. 
And that's been taken on since our project, our project finished in 2020, um, with lots of work on audience segmentation coming out now around climate change. Uh, so from organisations like Climate Outreach and their Britain Talks Climate Toolkit. Um, so really understanding the, the types of people, their views on these issues and what would appeal to their values um, to think about getting them to um, change or enable them to change their behaviours as well. And I think a key thing from all of this is understanding that um, more information, whilst we do need more information um, on air pollution and climate change, um, it's not the, the sole reason people aren't changing. So um, we really need to understand our systems, our society, the context that we live in, and how our social groups influence that. So we behave the way others around us behave. And if we can get those um, norms, those systems to change, then it becomes easy for citizens, individual citizens to change as well. Thank you. That's a great overview. I'll post some links below this podcast for people to have a look at. I've seen that you've also got a couple of offshoots of this project. Um, could you introduce us to WeCount and how listeners can get involved? Absolutely, yeah. So working with citizens on Clare City, um, our whole uh, project teams, we, we were a collaborative project between social scientists, atmospheric scientists, environmental scientists, policy uh, scientists as well. And um, we, we really understood that we need to work with citizens more deeply to understand the reasons why they travel, how they travel, and how different policies could um, help them to change with that. And that's where we count came from. So it's a citizen science project um, to help citizens count traffic in their neighbourhoods and then to engage with policymakers to change behaviour. So it's a simple Raspberry Pi sensor um, called a Telram, which is um, a Dutch uh, technology that they've developed there. There's a fantastic website that you can look right across Europe and see these traffic counts. And we count work with five cities across Europe. Um, to trial these sensors and to see how citizens use them. So um, this is, it sticks on your window, look through the window and it counts traffic as it goes past. And due to machine learning, basically machine vision, um, it can uh, work out if it's a car, a bike, a person, a lorry, which direction, how, what speed it's going past your window. And then it gives all that data to citizens freely available um, and they can then use that how they see fit. And what we've been doing is evaluating that. Um, and what we're finding is that um, people do go into it wanting to make a difference, wanting to make their streets safer. Um, and they may have already been talking to policymakers and councils and saying, we, we know our you know, speeding is a problem on our street. Please, can you do something about this? The data wasn't there. And now with these sensors, they can actually show policymakers the, the facts and figures on numbers and scale and speed of traffic um, which they're saying is, is making a difference to them. Um, and I think that's uh, the sort of the links between Clare City and WeCount are that there is a real need for change from citizens. And I think we see that with some of the awareness surveys that have coming out. Climate change has moved up to one of the top concerns for citizens, but the politicians are fearful of making those changes because it will mean changing things in our society. Um, but I think that groundswell is changing. People are ready for this. We now just need our leaders 
to show the way and make it easy for us to make those changes to to actually comply with the science the science is showing us that the earth cannot take um the current economy and society and systems that we have um, and we need to live within the facts of the world and what the earth can take with and um, with and you know move our systems towards one that um is in balance with the earth as well Awesome. That sounds uh, super empowering. Um, yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. No worries. Yeah, very interesting as well. And um, just to note, actually, so if people are interested in still taking part in Weekend, um, we have a, an offshoot project um, with schools, um, particularly coming up to COP26 and thinking about kind of education. Um, so where schools can get a sensor through the Initiative for Digital Engineering, Technology and Innovation, or DETI. And um, we can then think about school travel. How do we get to schools and how can we make it easier and safer for kids to active travel to school, so cycle or walk to their schools as well. So um, yeah, the, the links will be under the podcast. Do get in touch. 